0: Long. Way outside for the three. It's good. he got it. It's good. It. So that have like two-handed flush from Ricky Griner. Swing out. they got to come up. They don't use it. And yes! The Looper have done it!
1: Spins. Season for Texas—they finished thirty-four and zero, the number one ranked team from beginning to end, winning their first NCAA championship. And the first NCAA... Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Texas Twenty Four podcast on the Dave Campbell's Podcast Network. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Ishmael Johnson, Ish. It is March seventh. We are. Recording this while UTA women's basketball is playing for a championship against Troy, and they were up 16 to 8 last we checked. Um, and it is the start of what is going to be a fantastic week. And I cannot wait for the next six days, really.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, culminating obviously with Sunday, we'll finally get the bracket. We'll finally get. We'll finally get to see exactly what these teams need to do, uh, to, especially the teams in the higher, higher seating. Uh, Obviously the women's will do their selection on Monday. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's weird. It was weird to turn on the TV before we started recording and be like, Oh, right. Sunbelt's finishing right now. Like, (laughs) like the women are, uh, are getting their championship ready and yeah, UTA. I was a little, I'm a little surprised that they're, um, up right now but I think this is the matchup a lot of people expected to see um and yeah uh if you if I sound a little tired it's because I'm a little basketballed out um because it was a a very very long weekend uh for me first first weekend because it was uh women's uh girls basketball state last year or last week and this week I got boys so I'm going to be paying attention to a total of about Boys 100. eight. I was about to say boys are 18 games, semis and finals included, uh, in addition to however many tournaments there are going on around that time yeah. too. So. Ooh,
1: boy. Well, um, I do not I do not pity you ish, because this is this is it. This is where champions are made. Right? That's true. That we have true. to we have to overcome high, um, it's
0: high level basketball. There's no complaints hey,
1: there. Yeah, exactly. At least we're not watching, <laughs> at least we're not watching low end basketball. Right. And that that's good. Um let's let's start. we're gonna cover every single conference tournament in this uh, podcast, men's and women's. So we're not gonna drag it on. We're not gonna go you know too far in depth, but we're gonna give our thoughts on the matchups, on the potential and all that good stuff. Let's start with the sun Belt while we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's start on the men's side. Let's start yeah. on the men's side because I watched the second half of UTA, Louisiana. And UTA got beat down pretty good. They came back, cut it to three in the last minute to make it a little less painful. Uh, And Louisiana, little did we know is a juggernaut. Apparently (laughs) Louisiana goes on and is now going to be playing for the conference championship against Georgia state, I believe. And in doing that, they took out Texas state in the quarterfinal round and uh, 79-72, and it obviously is a disappointing finish for Texas State, which we we mentioned in our last podcast where it was the kind of like get to the championship game was the goal. I was not able to watch this game because I think this is the day LSU played in the afternoon. I don't remember which game it was. But anyways, what what happened-ish? Just what happened?
0: Uh, yeah, so this one it was a one it was a bad matchup um louisiana is a much bigger team than texas state and they kind of showed they dominated the boards they dominated the inside and texas they really had no in they they've struggled all year since alonzo Soule transferred to james madison um nate uh, uh nate martin and nigel caesar are decent bigs but alonzo alonzo Soule is, has kind of has that Athleticism factor that kind of uh really makes him an important shot blocker, lob finisher, things like that. And they really, really missed that this year. I mentioned in the past how their defense fell off a bit. Um, one without him, but I think also just overall, I think their defense just was not as as potent as it was in the past. And this game showed like they they this game showed why last year's team and the team before that. Why the balance was so crucial? Because the offense was not; they didn't shoot well at all. Texas State shot, I believe, seven of twenty from the from, from uh, three point land, but more importantly, only thirty six percent from two. And when their offense, their offense has been their thing all year, in the past two years especially, but more this year. And when, and it showed that when their offense wasn't clicking, they had nothing to fall back on, um, because Louisiana was just getting everything they wanted inside. That, but I think they shot forty seven percent from two uh 42% from three six, only six, uh, six of 14 but they converted a lot of those and they had a plus 13 on the rebounding on the defensive rebounding edge um uh rebounding uh game i should say and yeah t- it really showed especially midway through the second half that texas state didn't have that punch on the inside. Mason Harrell, they, they really keyed in on Mason Harrell, making sure he couldn't generate the, the the passes he did. I believe he finished with just two assists um, to one turnover. They really made sure that he was very uncomfortable. Um, and, yeah, it, it was a frustrating game to watch, but it, it was kind of a, big, a good summary of, like, yeah, this was kind of – it was a bad matchup, and also it kind of just exposed the flaws that Texas State had this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, to give up 79 points – is obviously unexpected from a Texas state program that you think if nothing else slows the game down to Mm -hmm. where the other team can't score 79 points. But I mean, Louisiana ends up kind of, taking control of the game with eight blocks and shoot six of 14 from three. So, um, it's an example of a, a team that is obviously hot and got a lot of momentum. Like when I watched them play UTA, I was like, okay, Louisiana's in complete control. Louisiana yeah. had no problem beating UTA and I was like, okay, that's a little concerning. Mm-hmm. And then to beat Texas state, obviously now we know Louisiana might make the NCAA tournament. So yeah. Um, uh, Bad matchup, unfortunate for Texas State. Um, I'm not too worried about like them big picture, even though they do lose a lot of seniors from this team. I sure. think the program is going to be fine uh, moving forward under Terrence Johnson. The women tournament, which is going on right now, uh, I guess if I, w- well, let's start with Texas State. I did not, I did not watch Texas State um, women but they end up losing to Louisiana, 72-79 70, in the quarter. I'm sorry, that's the women's. But they also lost to Louisiana um, in the quarters. Not something that's shocking, but we were hoping that they could maybe make it through to UTA. Mm-hmm. Um, it just wasn't their year uh, on the women's side, so I, I don't have any grand takeaways. But it, we've kind of talked about them a few times this year about right. they just haven't quite been able to put it all together.
0: Yeah. Another, I think, another bad matchup as well. I mean, Louisiana just completely dominated this game. Um, it wasn't as big of a rebounding edge as, as what I described in the men, but you know, they it was it was similar to where like, okay, Kennedy Taylor is just not going to beat us, and she finished with three turnovers, turnovers, but also three, uh, sorry, three assists, but also three turnovers, and it was similar to where like, once they took her away, they just they just struggled, and it mm-hmm. was it was not it was not close. It finished uh, seventy one. 46, which, you know, it is what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. If UTA, I'm trying to think of hypotheticals here, mm-hmm. win or lose UTA season is vindicated here. I think. Oh, 100%. Like UTA, to put together this year, which, I mean, we watched them early in the year. We are like, they could be this good. But mm-hmm. to realize the potential to have Star Jacobs one player of the year, I mean, Claire Ch- Chastain, Katie Farrell, Utah, you go down the list. I've st- I said I was really high on this team. I didn't think they would make the NCAA tournament, but now we're here where they might make an NCAA tournament. And I don't know what seed they would get if they did win, but it doesn't really matter at that point because at that point you've made the big dance. So uh, big shout to them, win or lose. If they By the end of this podcast, we'll probably know, but uh, great year from, from UTA either way. Uh, let's talk Houston though. Houston men's basketball has, yeah. I don't know what the word is. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know because on one hand I want to be like, all right, this is very concerning. They got. They have now lost both games to Memphis. Obviously, they had just won like six straight, so we were like, okay, they're fine. But in the back of our minds, we were like, are they really fine? And then they go right. to Memphis, a game that I'm like, okay, it doesn't matter for Houston, mm-hmm. but at the same time, Memphis beats you on your home court. And I thought, talking to my friend, I was like. Oh, this is a revenge game. this is Houston might just come out and, and just fight them on this like they're like not, not gonna get swept. Right. and Memphis blew them out like to be straight up. It was not even as close as the 14 points. It was not close at all. And the one takeaway I have before we kind of look big picture and look at the tournament is the offensive rebounding. Houston only had nine offensive rebounds. uh Memphis had 13. And it was the first game that I can remember where Houston didn't get the rebounds that they need. Mm. And when that happened, it looked like they had no chance because at that point, then they just looked like a normal team. Cause then you're evaluating Houston. Like, okay, where's the offense. Right. You no, know? cause now you have to make it on your first shot. You don't have the second opportunities. And where's the creation. And Jamal shed was fine. Eight assists, but like they had 20 turnovers as a team. So if you're not getting those shots on the rim and you're not getting the offensive rebounds, Houston is very much mortal for in the American. And that, I think that was my biggest takeaway here is that cannot continue. They have to beat, they have to beat everybody on the boards mm-hmm. and that cannot be like, that's what they did last year. That's what they've they done this year. So that cannot be a, a compromise.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, I think, I, I don't know if you texted me or I texted you about this game, but I was like, what's kind of, cause I wasn't able to see it. And I was like, what's kind of going on, hit this one. Like I, I just saw the score and it just like, it, they went up, uh, Memphis went up and they just never relinquished the lead. And I was like, is this a thing? Is this, am I, am I, is this score is like, is the score indicating how this game is going? And basically I was like, yeah, kind of like <laughs> uh, with that being said, like, I think this is, this is a, a concerning loss, but they are also on the right side of the bracket, in my opinion. Like uh, Houston is, I should say, uh, because I'm looking at it. They won't face. I mean, I'm more. Who are the teams you're worried about in the AC? SMU 22. and Memphis. Yeah, and yeah. you and they're on the other side. And so, you know, obviously Memphis has beat them twice, but they've. If you know, if they if if SMU can beat Memphis, or if uh, somebody else upsets Memphis or something, like I I think it's more smooth sailing for Houston because I don't know if I can trust SMU. I don't know if. I think the last game was between SMU and Houston was more indica- indicating of how this game would go mm-hmm. than the first one when SMU won.
1: I agree. Yeah. Houston's the one seed here. The four five matchup is Temple, Tulane, and Houston just beat Temple by 38 points yeah. on March 3rd. They'll
0: get either East Care, ECU and, or Cincy. And I think they've beat both those teams by double digits, too.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. Look at the quarterfinal round. Yeah. Quarterfinal oh, yeah. round. They'll play the eight, nine. They'll. Mop up, um, and then Temple Tulane—they should be fine either way. It puts them in the championship pretty easily, and that will face the winner of SMU Memphis most likely. And if we just preview that game, I think I'm gonna pick Memphis at this point. I I I, I don't know about you, you maybe you pick SMU. <laughs> Memphis is scary as hell right now. I think I'm scarred from that that Houston game. Yeah, I really think that's what I'm like. This team is rolling. I don't know. I mean,
0: I mean, to their credit, SMU's beaten them twice.
1: They have. They definitely like, have, and convincingly.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I, I'd go. I go SMU. I, okay. I think
1: I'd go SMU. I think
0: Memphis to. is scary. That they've you know ever since that debacle uh, against SMU, uh, they've they've really turned it around. But I, I still would go. I think I'm gonna go SMU if the, if that ends up being the matchup.
1: Yeah, I I can I can see it either way. I hope SMU wins. I will say yeah. that, but. Um, Memphis is scaring me right now. I just don't want Memphis to win the, the conference. Please don't let that happen. <laughs> we don't need Penny Hardaway press run. Oh, of, God. Uh, everything. Right. I told y'all. But regardless, hopefully we get Houston SMU in the championship. That would be a lot of fun. That would be on Sunday, March 13th, if, March 13th if that happens. If SMU – I'm still trying to figure out the whole bubble situation here. It feels mm-hmm. like Memphis is in at this point with that win over Houston. Like Memphis is in. SMU right. I think is on the outside still so they think I think they need to beat Memphis and if they beat Memphis I don't I don't I don't know if they're in but it feels like they're gonna have a good shot so Leonardi has
0: SMU as the last team in right now so they're literally on the bubble I think if they if they make the conference title I think they're in I agree um yeah if they lose in the quarters or the semis I don't know if that's a guarantee
1: I think yeah I I I don't if think they lose I, in the
0: quarters, they're out. Um, if they lose in the semis, I think it's very close.
1: Yeah. Um, the American women, uh, we've talked about Houston and SMU not being uh, great this year. Houston is the six seed. Memphis, uh, SMU is the five seed. Uh, I don't know enough about the American uh, yeah. as a whole to to really comment on it, but. You know, if even if SMU beats Temple in the first round, they have UCF, and I don't don't see that happening. Uh, Houston gets Tulane, which is a more winnable game, but Houston also has been more inconsistent. I think Houston, like if I had to pick one of those teams,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I mean, there's a chance they could both make the semis. I'm sorry, the the quarters, no. There's a chance, yeah, there's a chance both could make the semis, in theory. Like, SMU beat Temple, Houston beat Tulane.
0: I think since he beat Houston this year, I want to say. Yeah, they beat them by, they beat them uh, 71-56. So, Um, yeah. I don't know if there's a path for them to get to (laughs) the semis, if I'm being honest, because, like, Houston, I mean, I'm trying to think, they they didn't beat Tulane either. I mean, they lost by four to Tulane, and then five, so they could beat Tulane, but I don't know. First time they played Cincy, they got blown out. So okay. I don't know for sure.
1: All right. Well, SMU is our only hope here in the American then. <laughs> All right, let's go SMU. Uh, what's the next conference we got up? Uh, big 12, the big boy. Whew. Let me, let me pull this one up. Cause this is, I, I keep Xing out of it instead of just going back. Like, like I don't have 20 brackets here that I need to navigate through. All right. The men's big 12 tournament. The Texas versus Texas matchup in the quarterfinals is Texas and TCU, and TCU has been playing. I kind of feel about TCU how I feel about Memphis. They're they're
0: clicking at the right time, aren't they?
1: Yeah, I'm scared of them because they should have beat Kansas twice. Yeah. Uh, With that being said, Texas also pushed Kansas to overtime. Mm -hmm. And so we have a matchup of two teams that have pushed Kansas in the past week. And on paper, Texas should win. What what percentage chance do you give TCU? I'm at like I'm gonna, 40.
0: S- I'm gonna give them a 30. I'm gonna give them 70-30. I do think Texas is the is the, the should be the favorite. Um they took both matchups versus Texas or TCU this year. I mean, one of them kind of convincing, one of them TCU had a really good uh, Mike Miles had a pretty good game and, and kind of kept them in it. But I, yeah, I, I, I like. I think I like what I see more from Texas recently. TCU, they, you know, they pushed Kansas, but or the, yeah, they pushed Kansas, but they lost to West Virginia right after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think this team is way too reliant on Mike Miles to to do stuff. But I think what I've seen recently from Texas is is more encouraging. They play. They had a really strong showing against Baylor. They had a really strong showing against Kansas. In losses. <sighs> In losses, sure, in losses. Yeah, 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 100%. Um, But I I think I'm just going to give them a little bit more of a – a little bit more confidence, um, especially because it's also – I mean, this is when Chris Beard earns his money, right? It's the tournament. And so I think that they know they're kind of playing for a little bit more respect when it comes to Sunday. Um, I think, you know, obviously they're in. They probably have a a top five, six-ish seed, uh, barring, you know, just embarrassment. But – I think they know they there's a little bit room to maybe move up in the in the seedings in the NCAA tournament.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think they yeah they they beat TCU, which would put them against Kansas. You know, I, I think they I think they have a chance at that point. TCU, I, I feel like the upset of TCU scares me, and then after that, if they get if they play well against TCU, I mean, it's a tournament. I could see them giving kansas fits i mean it's i'm just hard to predict. I,
0: I, like i haven't been high on this kansas team at all so like i don't They're see, weird they're they're very weird like it's it's a lot of Abashi, and
1: like Brown. a lot of Abashi. like, yeah, <laughs> like, it's like wait it's, for somebody else
0: right right so like i don't know i'm not I, i've always felt like if kansas gets a one seed like that is that is like it, to me vegas should have them as the favorite to be like the upset in in the tournament if they're a one seed
1: um so mm-hmm. i'm not I'm not,
0: you know. Uh, would it shock not you? Bo- yeah, go ahead.
1: Would it shock you if Texas won the Big Twelve tournament? No, because it wouldn't. Honestly,
0: no. Because at that point, like at that point, you get one of Baylor attack, and sure, you didn't beat them this year, but like that's that's a one off. Like you know, mm-hmm. and so if I think they could beat Kansas, I think they could beat Baylor attack in a one off. Like I don't know.
1: Yeah, none of those top three are like like super super intimidating here. Mm-hmm. Um, Baylor. So let's talk about the other semifinal because assuming Baylor beats Oklahoma and Texas Tech beat Iowa State, which Texas Tech has been. I was just going to say a bit not a guaranteed semifinal. <laughs> so I don't know about Texas Tech. Uh, I don't. McCuller didn't play. I don't believe in their last game, uh, but still a 52 to 51 loss to Oklahoma State. They barely beat Kansas State and then they lost to TCU. Those are the last three games. I don't think
0: McCuller played against Kansas State either.
1: So they are limping into the tournament at this yeah. point, and I I want to I want to believe that these are all that they're going to be fine because I I still believe in their defense, but I I don't know I I think this is this hasn't this has the the writing of an upset on it right for Iowa State to to sneak one out here yeah. Yeah, I
0: mean, they lost to Iowa State, I believe, in their first in the opener to the Big Twelve uh, this year, and yeah, like we're talking about teams that are kind of you know in, in Texas and TCU that are kind of showing the right things at the right time. Tech's kind of showing a lot of the wrong things at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their shootings falling off. I think, yeah, I don't want to say teams. It's it's too much to say teams are figuring them out. That's definitely wrong. But I think Oklahoma State figured something out when they. If they found out that they can just kind of rely on their defense to kind of match and, and kind of get in, it's kind of the Texas thing earlier, right? Where it was like, oh, if another team can defend, they're going to mm-hmm. kind of struggle. Um, and I do wonder if Tex kind of wonder if is finding issues there with like, can they? If a team can get scrappy with them, do they have an issue here? Now, granted, I don't think Iowa State's that kind of team, but also you look at the TCU loss, and their defense kind of fell off a bit. Right, like yeah. TCU shot, I'm trying to think. TCU and Kansas State. 56% from two TCU shot. Like, so It they've shown, like, different weaknesses in, like, the past uh, three games.
1: Yeah, like, at this point in the year, we're kind of, like, we have to look at, like, what could be an upset because right? I think it, it's obviously it would be easy to be like, oh, you know, it's going to be one, four against two, and two and three on the other sides. But mm-hmm. if we're looking at most likely upsets here, I'm going – Iowa State Tech might be my like number one in this quarterfinal, like possible upset, be. and then TCU maybe over Texas as like number two. Um, so, and Bay- and not for nothing, Oklahoma is always capable of getting hot. They have some 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 potency there, but I think Baylor will take care of business. Um, I think the most, yeah,
0: I, th- I think still, I think it also depends on LJ Criers who's still out. I believe.
1: Yeah, I man, I I don't know. I hope he comes back, but I I, I have no clue. I have not read up about him in the past couple of days since the last podcast when Fran Freshilla said he'd be out. So yeah, if we get Baylor Tech, I I like Baylor a lot in that matchup. Um, I think the like I think there's a good chance. I'm not saying it's the the most likely outcome, but Baylor Texas mm-hmm. in the championship is definitely a quality possibility here, and that would be sure. pretty entertaining just to watch. Um, again, the thing about these tournaments compared to the Sun Belt the Conference USA. It's not when to go home. These teams are going to make the tournament, so it yeah. does feel kind of—I sh- don't know what the word is—not shallow, empty, I guess, in a sense, because sure. it's just like an extension of the regular season to me. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll see who 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 wins it. I, I I like Baylor. I'm I'll pick Baylor to win it.
0: For what it's worth, uh, John Rothstein tweeted that uh, L.J. Carr is basically game to game for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, I feel like he's been game to game the past month and a half. <laughs> right. All right, who do you got winning the Big 12 tournament on men?
0: Oh, man, I'm going to go
1: Baylor. All right, two Baylors. Baylor. We both got Baylor. All right, for the women in the Big 12, we have Baylor as the one seed, obviously. Texas Tech as the eight seed against Oklahoma State, which uh, go Red Raiders, hopefully. You know, give, give them a fight. TCU as the 10 seed against West Virginia. I know not betting on that one and then uh texas as the three seed against kansas state which mm. is a much tougher matchup than i think iowa state would be or like even like oklahoma or kansas like mm-hmm. k-state's got 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 the big yeah. give them some fits here and didn't they beat did they, they split in the regular season? I believe if my memory is right, maybe I'm wrong, but uh,
0: no, they beat uh, I think it was after oh god, it was after they had the big game. Uh, can't say had the big game, I'm forgetting her name now. Um, but
1: it's not aoki, what yeah, okay, Lee. There you go. Uh,
0: it was after her, I think they played Texas after her game where she dropped oh, okay. 60. I okay. think that's what it was. Um, yes, because she dropped 60 against Oklahoma, yeah, they beat and her, then they, they beat them twice, got blown out by like. 20 <laughs> um so i don't know I, yeah they got a league but I, I i just think texas will be fine
1: okay good that makes me feel better um <laughs> so then we get texas versus iowa state probably in the semis which uh Fraudulent. can texas can can they do it can they beat iowa state a third time by like 20 plus points and completely expose them
0: i don't know i don't know it's been so hard recently so <laughs>
1: So I, I'll, I think Texas will be fine against Iowa State in the semis. And then on the other side, Baylor. I'm, I mean,
0: I'm, at this point, we're waiting on like Texas Tech voodoo magic, right? Like, <laughs> like that. that's kind of the only thing kind of st-
1: to me. I want Texas, Texas Tech to beat them. Baylor. I, I want mean, Texas Tech to make the championship. I
0: mean that'd be fun. That'd be funny, right? Because like this team hasn't beat the teams it should, and it's competing with the teams it absolutely should not be. And it would be it would only make sense for them to beat Baylor and like make a random tournament championship run. No,
1: they make the they make the NCAA tournament just by winning it. They just win the conference. Right, randomly. right. No, that's 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 exactly what I'm rooting for. I'm not here. betting
0: on it, but let's just say based on the way they've played this season, I
1: wouldn't be stunned. But what are the odds? That's right. what I need to know. <laughs> what right, are the right. odds here? Am I getting like? Plus ten thousand, might maybe throw a ten on it. um Okay, so Baylor. Let's assume makes. I'll say if, it, if
0: it's plus ten thousand, they haven't paid attention to tech, in my opinion, because <laughs> like they wouldn't be like, oh, this is never happening, right? Yeah, no. <laughs>
1: exactly. Is, is Vivian Gray playing? If Vivian Gray is playing, and Riley right. McKinney, and we get get, if, get like, some pieces, it's Brianna Scott playing? Right, right. I'm curious because there's got
0: to be some people laying money on tech just be like yeah sure why not yeah let me see it
1: Ten thousand would be it'd be done i'll I'll be looking at some odds something will be looked at here um all right let's assume baylor survives a scare against texas tech um baylor's baylor's hit its stride late in the season Mm -hmm. but oklahoma and kansas are not pushovers right and I don't have their full schedule up because if I had a schedule for every team we're covering here, it would take a lot of tabs. <laughs> but didn't Baylor lose to Oklahoma and Kansas at some point this season? I want to say they split against both of them. You I'll let you look that up while I continue yes. to spew inaccuracies. But <laughs> um Baylor, I feel like that's a little bit of trouble there. I'm not again, I wish they would have played Iowa State. I have no fear at all in Iowa State. So I feel like Texas even though they have K-State and then I was they lost
0: both games to Oklahoma.
1: I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was by one
0: and then by five, it looks like. Did they split
1: Kansas? Uh
0: no they beat both they beat Kansas both times. 85 77 and
1: 82 79. So there you go. I'm okay. taking that as a win. Two and two against those two. So that's what I said. <laughs> okay. um, so anyways, if they get Oklahoma, you know, I don't think that's easy. And I think Baylor's showing some inconsistencies. They are relying on the three-point shooting. Uh, sure. Melissa Smith is the X factor, though, if she plays well. Usually they can overcome it. Um, I don't think this is a walkaway win for Baylor to win the tournament. It would right. be nice. but And it'd probably secure a one seed if they did that. Because I think there are five in the country. Right now, somewhere around there, um but yeah, it's not going to be easy. I don't think it's like a lock to say Baylor and Texas are going to be in the championship, but I feel the best about them making the mm-hmm. championship.
0: I think, yeah, I th- I'm thinking in both games. I think against Oklahoma, Baylor really let Oklahoma get in the in one of the games. At least they, I remember they really let them get going from three. And then in one of the games, in one of the games in particular, Baylor shot terribly. Let me see. Yes. Yeah, Seven of 27 in their February, their last matchup on February yes. 2nd. Um, granted, they still only lost by one because I think Melissa Smith had, Oh, actually Sarah Andrews had a, a team high 23. Um, but I, 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 don't know. I just think, I think, I think Baylor's just clicked a new gear this, this, this past month. Yeah. Um, Literally since – I think literally since that game. I haven't seen their – yeah, they haven't lost since that game. And, in fact, they've won pretty comfortably in every one of them except for one game against Texas where uh, – it was the second one where it was 63-55. Uh, but they've basically won every single game um, fairly comfortably since that loss. So, I'm going to go ahead and assume Baylor gets their first win over Oklahoma. And then, all right, Who's
1: winning it all? Who's winning the
0: Big oh, Bowl? It's Baylor. It's Baylor. Baylor. I, I don't think well, – I don't
1: see why we need to – I'm going Texas. Oh, my goodness. I'm going Texas. This is oh, it. Oh, he's doing it. They've done it. Vic now, Schaefer. Now
0: here's, the, here's, the, here's the real thing. Are they beating Baylor in the championship game?
1: That's what I don't know. <laughs> that's what I don't know. But I'm just going to put them in there because I think they <laughs> get there. I think I think they – they the the percentages-ish. you got to play the percentages sometimes, okay. sometimes.
0: All right, all right, all right.
1: Texas was winning it. Vic Schaefer is going to bust in – 5,000 fans from Austin to Kansas city for this. So that way he had, it has a home environment (laughs) because he is, he is dead serious about getting people to games. So there you go. Texas wins the women's big 12 uh, championship. (laughs) All right. What's the next conference we got here? Conference USA. Cusa, your stomping grounds. Let's do it. My former stomping grounds. It's a real shame. I'm not going to be there. I, i'm gonna miss it i'm gonna miss I'm gonna it. camp
0: up in the star man
1: and those are the best absolute best days when i just sit there and get free food and just watch basketball from like courtside like oh mm-hmm. there they go all right um let's start with the men north texas is the one seed we can also mention north texas just lost to utep uh shout out joe golding 11 and 7 we don't we don't have to talk about that we don't <laughs> I, I i don't think anyone heard you so i'll, I'll, just, I'll just let it slide here. okay oh my bad that side uh utep 11 and 7 though in joe golding's first season i mean a round of applause for joe yeah. golding um so, like,
0: boom second team also uh, all conference uh yeah today just announced
1: still only good enough for fourth in the west because it's with uab la tech and north texas but that is you know conference usa for you um mm-hmm. they might be like the best team in the east if they did play in the east but whatever uh they UTEP is the four West. Uh, UTSA is going to be playing on Tuesday against Southern Miss two teams under in the bottom 300 under lower than 300 in Ken Palm. Excellent matchup. Uh, Then whoever, if UTSA wins, they'll lose to FAU. So don't have to worry about UTSA. UTEP has old dominion should get by them. And then they'll have middle Tennessee who won the East. And I think that's one of the more fascinating matchups because middle and UTEP are both really solid defensively and have some guys that can make plays but if jabon be enemy and tule boom can make plays i mean this is this is not a team that like last year we were like all right they're just they're gonna fall apart like they're right. not built for this this is a team that could be built for march yes. more so than we've seen before so that middle tennessee matchup's interesting and then uh, north texas oh well rice plays charlotte and in a contest to see who's going to get blown out by north texas in the quarterfinals because i think rice honestly might just throw the game against charlotte it, Just be like, we don't want to play north texas again you know you got it seeing how this has gone like i really don't want to go out there and score 40 points like just charlotte you got it so uh when that happens north texas will play charlotte and make the semifinals. <laughs> when so, that
0: happens, he says.
1: <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I don't have too much in-depth analysis here, but UTEP and North Texas are the two teams that really have a chance, um, I think. I, I honestly think there's a chance UTEP makes a semifinal and will have a chance, you know, like it's not a big chance, but I think there's a chance that they make a run in this thing. There's a, there's a, there's a
0: path, right? Like they got, I mean – LaTeX being on the other side of the bracket. Like, I I think that I look at this team on UTEP's side. I look at, you know, ODU. I I know Ken Palm only has a a one-point favorite over over ODU, but I see a lot of beatable teams for them. Um, I also see – I don't know. To me, they're the most volatile team here. Like, I could see them making a run to a conference championship game, and I could also see them dropping the first game to (laughs) ODU. It's Um, because, like – all these but teams they play is, it's are been like encouraging the past couple of weeks. Um, as far as my optimism for them, a month ago I probably would have said, yeah, they're losing the ODU probably in the first round, but I think they've turned things around very much uh, to where I feel comfortable.
1: Yeah, Uh UTEP, like like you said, I mean, because like Old Dominion is similar-ish to their style, could give them problems. Yeah. Middle Tennessee, same thing, similar to them, has played really well this year could lose that one. And if they make the semis, you know, whether it's UAB or FAU will not be easy at all. Obviously UAB yeah. is very, very good. I think, so. they, just,
0: I think they got they just beat by UAB this year. I know they got, I don't know if they played middle Tennessee twice, but I know they lost to them at least once. Um, I think so, it you know, it, it, we'll see.
1: Yeah. So hope pulling for UTEP there. Hopefully get through. Uh, this is, like I said, these smaller conferences, it's winner go home at this point, North Texas loses to you, uh, to UTEP. And, essentially loses their at-large bid right so north texas is gonna to have to win it they're gonna to have to play in the semis either western or la tech we know how challenging those teams can be for them are mm-hmm. gonna to have to win that one and then the championship most likely play uab a third time you know if unless if they get upset by somebody so will we'll not be an easy path for north texas but I'm going to pick them to win it because I, I trust their consistency a little bit more. Also, I think Utah UAB is like, I, I think they have a tough matchup with FAU. I actually picked FAU to beat UAB. Like, I think FAU is actually a really tough game to start with in the quarters while North Texas just cruises by Charlotte sure. or Rice, maybe Rice. But, um yeah, so I, I think North Texas wins it. Not easy. And obviously, there's not like overwhelming. They're not overwhelming favorites by any means, but I think they get it done.
0: Yep, yeah, I'm going to go with them too.
1: All right. The women's bracket, we have to give some love to North Texas women's because um, I, I did write them off and I still am skeptical. They come in second in the West, so they get a bye to the quarterfinals. Um, let's, let's see. UTEP and UTSA in the first round matchup. Uh, the six and the seven seeds in the West. Um that's happening <laughs> on on Tuesday, <laughs> four PM. If you're not doing anything in the area, you know, ish, ish. I think you can make it for that one. Four o'clock. I can. Four o'clock. Um, you can definitely get to UT UTEP UTSA, I think.
0: I definitely can. Um it's it'll be a great matchup of absolute disappointment versus. Optimistic, but still not very great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think if UTEP loses this game,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, UTSA is winning. Karen Aston's not losing this game. I'm telling you right now, UTSA is winning this game.
0: Well, see, that's the thing when it comes to like, that's the, that's the hard part when it comes to like tournaments is like you would go with the coaching matchup, right? Like, yeah. Uh,
1: that's unfortunate my,
0: because it's my tiebreaker.
1: Tip shouldn't like, they should be playing in the they playing game. not
0: lose this game.
1: UTEP's like the Lakers. <laughs> They're in the playing <laughs> game right now. <laughs> but the
0: Lakers won the playing game. So
1: yeah, <laughs> last year. Okay. Yeah. No. You're right. You're right. Um,
0: to UTEPs' credit. They did beat UTSA both times this year. Um, earlier in the year. Uh, but that was also like January. So I, I don't know. They've also lost three straight. <laughs> um, including getting blown out by twenty rice
1: I yeah I saw that that was like this weekend right yeah yeah
0: yeah that was rice. Uh, Thursday Thursday
1: Thursday rice. Yeah. so rice
0: I, um, uh, I, I don't want to use uh, January's wins over UTSA to indicate where they're where that team kind of is right now because it might be a different place
1: I I can't believe like if you would have told me rice finishes above UTEP before the season <laughs> huh.
0: Not great, man. It's not I would have left. Yeah. But yeah. And by the way, uh you although I will say UTSA also got their butt kicked by Rice uh, by almost like 40. But uh they also UTSA also played you uh UNT or yes, UNT and UAB very close before that. So
1: so rice is the sleeping giant here. I,
0: rice is clicking, man. I don't know what's happening with them, but they're they I love how you,
1: I love how you slid in Rice beat UTSA by 40. <laughs> Just like you just slid well, in there I, like I didn't see. She has
0: a schedule, and so I looked at it and I was like, "Oh God, never mind." You're like, It
1: oh, was like at forty, and I was like really <laughs> quick. <was> like, Okay, <laughs> um, but the only team that has a chance here is North Texas, yes. uh, which we've said time after time this year is they're very very talented. Like there's we we know this is just putting it together, and then they had a six game win streak, then they lost, and then they won, and so in theory they 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 should have a chance. To beat Charlotte in the semis, like well, first let's let's beat Old Dominion because last year North, North Texas was a very high seed and lost in the first round, so you know Jalee Mitchell and the company have to get their first win under the belt first. So I don't want to look too far ahead, but there there is a potential for North Texas to make a run here because it doesn't look like um, anything terrifying but we did talk about the east being way better than the west on the women's side so old dominion might actually like be favorites in that game when you look mm-hmm. at it
0: so. by the way uh score update 43
1: 24 uta halftime Woo! Man, oh, cooking right God. now they've done it my team has done it, this is it. i knew it Calm down. Like, calm down. Taking full credit. Not yet. It's, half time. Oh, it's not over. You're right. It's not over. And it's Troy. So. I was about to
0: say Troy can blast 20 points in like three minutes in the next quarter. So okay, let's
1: calm down. Let's calm down. I <laughs> don't even bring it up. Don't even bring it up. All right. <laughs> we'll we'll do one no more, more check
0: in at, at the end of the show, but that was, that was the live looking just okay. now.
1: All right. All right. Uh, the whack, let me make sure I have the right bracket. I do. I love, I love this bracket. No graphics, just straight giving it to you on a blank white sheet of paper uh, with their logo in the corner. Uh, the WAC men's tournament, they did it like the, the West Coast Conference style, where it's just stared all the yes. way, and the one and two seats get buys to the semis. How do you feel about that?
0: I like it. Cause like they're basically saying, yeah, the, if you win the regular season, you were trying to give you the easiest path possible to win this conference.
1: Like, yes, I, I like it for, ASB. I like it for the the smaller conferences that are going to have one bid. Yes, the big conferences will should and will will never do this because they're trying to get as much money from it as possible.
0: No, hundred percent. I am all for. If you don't know what we're talking about, go check out the 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 whack brackets. Literally, the first and second seeds get a automatic buy to the semifinal, like. And it is literally, it literally cascades, you know, uh, three and four get the quarterfinals, uh, so five crazy. and six get the second round. Like, I love that. And if you're, if you're, if you have a bad regular season, you have to go through a gauntlet. You have Listen. to play back to back to back to back to win this conference, man. Because you were bad in the regular season, you're punished by having to go through this unreal run of playing one, two, three, four, potentially five games no, in man. five days. To listen,
1: listen to what UTRGV has to do to make, to, to make the NCAA tournament. Listen to this. On Tuesday, they have to beat California Baptist. Okay, cool. Let's say they do that. Then on Wednesday, they have to beat Sam Houston, who, who has fallen to five. But regardless, then they so they have to beat Cal Baptist, then Sam Houston. Then on Thursday, same time, 6 p.m. every day. Mm-hmm. They have to beat Grand Canyon, who is top 115 Ken Pum. Then on Friday, they have to beat New Mexico State. Then on Saturday, they have to beat probably Seattle or Stephen F. Austin in the championship game. So they have to win five straight games in five days.
0: It. I love it. I love it. By the way, this
1: conference is all this
0: tournament's also in Vegas. So it's like,
1: oh, they're not making it out of the first <laughs> night, man. What's what is happening no way oh
0: it's great i would love to be huge. a
1: b-rider for these teams <laughs> huge advantage for the teams already in the whack oh yeah Can we talk about God. this like they're they're ready for this like there's yes. no lights that are gonna be too bright for them i
0: love and- it no seriously like this is a psa to every mid-major or small conference out there this is the way to go this is the way to go because you know if you're a small conference you don't want a lower seat in the tournament representing you you mm-hmm. want the you I want know. your best team in there because you want to be able to pull the potential upset, and if 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 no offense, but if UTRGV or, or Chicago State get in, they're getting a sixteen and they're getting destroyed by a one, right? Like that's just how it is. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm all for this. I'm all for this, and it's gonna be great. <laughs> There's not much to preview because like we can't really say who anybody's playing <laughs> right now because like they're like three three rounds away from even playing. <laughs> but like, I love it so much credit to the whack.
1: Yeah, we can't preview it because like in 3 days we don't know we'll outside be. of
0: UTRGV. We literally don't know who anybody's playing right now. Uh,
1: let's just preview every single outcome. All right, Sam Houston versus UTRGV, <laughs> Sam Houston versus Cal Baptist, uh Grand Canyon versus Sam Houston, Grand Canyon versus Cal Baptist, RGV, just go down the list of like right. all 200 outcomes.
0: Fantasy book, uh well for our own purposes, fantasy book UTRGV, go, just making the run, why not? Wait, Wait, are Houston? they? Oh, I thought you were
1: looking at the book. It's
0: odds. Oh no, no, I was, I was talking about fantasy uh, wrestling terms, fantasy booking, as in like oh. just, just picking what you want.
1: Okay. Um. By the end of the show, I will have the odds of RGB winning. And <laughs> I do. Actually I don't, want to see don't. I don't know what's it's more in likely. Vegas, so there better be. There better actually be odds on this. <laughs> no, there better be. You're, you're not wrong. Um. Okay. We we can say about this tournament. We will probably let's assume we get ACU versus SFA on Thursday, mm-hmm. Thursday night. That will be a very interesting game. We could also get Sam Houston versus Grand Canyon, so that Thursday slate could be real interesting from a Texas basketball perspective. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I am curious about like what this what this tournament. I think this tournament format does, in my opinion, is it tests the the whole like rest versus rest thing. Um, now, obviously, you know, a team that plays on Tuesday. Having, you know, pulling an upset, then playing Friday after playing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like that's, that's definitely more rest. It comes into factor than rust, but like a Sam Houston, right. Or uh, even a Stephen F. Austin having to sit for two days and then potentially getting an ACU that gets a warm up game. Right. Mm-hmm. That, assuming they will be favorites in or a Utah Valley or a Chicago state that hits a stride, right. Plays them. That's at that point, you know, Thursday from Tuesday is not that grueling it's hard. Trust me, it's gonna be hard, but it's not that grueling compared to what they'll probably place Friday, Saturday, if they make that run. And so that's, that's the interesting thing with when it comes to this, where it's like, would you rather be, I mean, obviously you'd rather be New Mexico state or Seattle, right? Instant semifinal, but would you rather be SFA or ACU where, you know, you get a, you get a trip to the quarters, but I don't know, ACU potentially getting, getting some game under them. And then SFA being like, all right, well, we got to instantly play, one of the tougher teams in the conference to play against, you know.
1: Yeah. No, it's a good point because like the early games, I think is where it's going to come to to play like you said, like yeah. this by by Friday and Saturday, I think New Mexico stay in Seattle are in good position. I have pulled up the odds of the WAC. I should have been had these odds up. All right, <laughs> RGV plus 30,000. So if you bet a $100 and UTRGV wins the tournament, you make you get three hundred thirty thousand dollars. Go do it. If you bet ten, I, you get three thousand.
0: I was about to say, like at that point, yeah, why it stuff, slap ten down? Why? Not? I mean, hey, you're, ACU, trust me, you are throwing. I will guarantee you are throwing away ten dollars. Like, <laughs> don't get me wrong, right? Like that is not happening.
1: This is not gambling advice,
0: right? Right. This is absolutely not gambling advice. You are literally throwing money away. But I could Value. see some degenerate, some degenerate. That may live in Baton Rouge being being, being interested in, in throwing $10 down. Sam Houston
1: State plus 1800 So if you put 100 down, That's you make eight, 1800 I feel like Sam could make a little run here.
0: That's not bad.
1: I might throw 10 on them. Is that is them. It to win? That's to, yeah, win, to right? win the whole thing, yeah. Okay,
0: okay. If that was to make it, I would, I'd probably actually throw that
1: down. But. Yeah, I'm actually kind of interested. I should have had these up a long time ago. Uh, North Texas plus $170. What is oh, – hold on. Oh, UTSA no, we'll is only plus 20,000, so not quite the same odds.
0: Well, yeah, because yeah. the format's different. That's that's the reason
1: why. Very true. Very true. Okay. Um,
0: anyway, yes, more staircase formatting for conference tournaments.
1: That's Muse plus 900. <laughs> not a gambling podcast. Mm-hmm. Not a gambling But plus 900 is kind of crazy. Not bad, not bad. Um, All right, the women what conference are we on the the whack <laughs> uh again love the SFA, love the presentation <laughs> uh sfa who's going to challenge them nobody from texas most likely acu yeah. sam yeah uh i mean i don't I, U, utah valley is probably their matchup at the 4 seed maybe acu at the 5 um but SFA is probably like they don't have the odds up on my on my phone for this but SFA is probably overwhelming favorites to to win this so I don't know how much there is to preview
0: I will say they lost their last game to UTRGV
1: now and they RGV is be, the A seed they, and they RGV is on the same side of the bracket so if RGV wins Tuesday Wednesday Thursday they rest versus rust I think at that point, we're uh, again, I think
0: at that point, we're talking a lot of ru- a lot of rust at that point <laughs> like, or rest. Sorry, we're talking uh, not much rest for UTRGV.
1: Yeah, no rest. First, okay, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, what are the odds? What are the odds? Um, yeah. all right, so SFA will make it, we'll preview SFA when they're in the NCAA tournament. Yes, <laughs> oh, shout out to them. Uh, the SWAC men, this is Texas Southern's time to shine.
0: Can we to, do it to again. To pull
1: it off, Can to do, do what Johnny again? Jones does, and that is make the NCAA tournament.
0: Yes.
1: It's not going to be easy. Jackson Absolutely State not. first round. See, but look at Swack's uh, layout of this bracket, like compared to the WAC. I hate, hate it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I initially, it. hold on. Oh, wait, wait. I initially meant just like looking at it like.
0: Oh, yes. Like, Visual, yes. Visually. Traffic. Visually. Visually. <laughs> yes graphically yes it is very nice uh, I'm 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 always a fan of dark mode i'm 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 team dark mode over here yes. for, all my for those
1: like, yeah for those who don't know it's just a much better graphic of the tournament that's what i yes. was alluded to but yes, yes it's just right no the is not, it's not stared is awful not stared at all it's just a cat it's just a normal one through eight just like imagine the one like the nba playoffs one through eight just that one versus now, eight for, four five. for
0: our selfish purposes this works Right, yes. because we, uh, Prairie View and Texas Southern have as good of a chance as anybody else to make the to make the championship. So, like for our purposes, yeah, sure, we like this format. But if I was running the slack, I'd actually be like, "Wow, why are we giving Alcorn State and Texas Southern a hard path to to represent us in the championship, in the tournament?" I should say.
1: According to the odds, because I still have the odds up on my phone, Alcorn oh my State God. is actually third favorite to win this tournament i was
0: gonna say like the swag has been like up and down i remember southern was the team to beat like a month ago
1: southern is first and texas yeah. southern, i mean they have like the same odds texas southern and southern yeah, sure. are one and two yeah
0: and i think alcorn needed they need, they're the ones that got the buzzer beater against prairie view to have mm-hmm. to beat them so like it's 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 really close like i'm trying to see texas southern beat alcorn by three um and then lost or sorry texas southern lost to alcorn by one point and three points in but their games um, they gotten blown out by Southern in both games, but, you know, Southern also lost to Alabama state, Bethune, Cookman, Prairie view, Alcorn. Like, so it's not, I don't know. It, it, it is a very, very, very open swag tournament, which, yes. you know, might lean itself to why this formatting works.
1: Isn't it crazy? Prairie view is the eighth seed. Yeah. And is fifth has the, no, has the fourth best odds to win the tournament, man
0: yeah they have they have a lot of I think they have, they have they have a lot of close losses if I'm not if I'm not mistaken yeah like uncomfortable amount to where like they <laughs> probably couldn't on a run
1: not comfortable no amount. yeah
0: look look I'm looking at it right now. look at their conference their conference they've just they've only won and lost in blocks. <laughs> they have three game winning streak in January late January, three game losing streak in early February, four game win streak in mid to late February three game losing streak
1: to end the season <laughs> so that means. So what three, are they due for a run? Are that means three their... straight wins are coming.
0: Are they due for their three and straight
1: wins? And then one, the two, three, get they them win. in the NCAA tournament. Hold on, let me place this bet right now, plus eight hundred. Prairie View. <laughs> hold on, we might have just broke the system. <laughs> I gotta figure this out. Get some black bands outside your yeah hold <laughs> on, outside what? your place right now. Hold on, Ish. There's a knock at the door. Let me go answer it. <laughs> It was like Furio from
0: Sopranos. He looked through the window, and it's like him staring in your people
1: window. So, yeah, go, go Prairie View or Texas Southern. One of them, win the tournament, please. Um, the women is not looking as good. Texas Southern is the five seed. Prairie View is the six seed. I don't think – I think last time we looked at the standings, I think Jackson State is pretty much in control, if I remember yeah.
0: correctly. This one, this one's pretty much Jackson State. So, yeah. I. Was actually kind of disappointed with, uh, with their uh, with with the Texas teams in the women's side. I think, yeah, um, Texas Southern didn't take the step forward I thought they would, and and Prairie View still really trying to find their, trying to find their way. But uh, yeah, I think those ones definitely Jackson State's
1: to lose. All right, well, let's get Deion Sanders to the tournament. Let's do it. Um, all right, he, Southland. He just, he just does everything for Jackson State now. He's oh yeah, he's coaching the women. You didn't hear? He definitely <laughs> yeah, okay. Definitely. <laughs> the women's coach now by
0: the way being the front runner that he is you know he's definitely like front
1: row see if they make the tournament <laughs> oh 100 he's gonna be on the broadcast like i told you this this team would make it i, Sugar, I just knew it when Sugar, i watched Sanders him in practice, right there next to him he's right he's like oh, i knew when i watched him in practice this team was special <laughs> and then i just had to give him a little bit of my prime time spice and here we are
0: uh, yeah, for those of you that don't know, Jackson State is eighteen and zero right now in the conference. Woo! And, uh, Texas Southern's eleven and seven in previews, ten and eight. So,
1: yeah, all credit to Deion Sanders. All right, Southland tournament on the men's side, it's Louisiana's to lose if I'm being honest. Here, Nicholls State is the one, Southeastern's the two, New Orleans is the 3 AM Corpus Christi is the four. So we do have UIW versus Houston Baptist first round
0: hmm By the knee- way, can we please talk about the greatest finish of the oh basketball my- game Yo. <laughs> that we've ever seen? Let me see if I still have it this on my past phone. weekend. I gotta pull it up. Uh it was McNeese and HBU, right?
1: Yes. I have okay it. let me so, find the screenshot. Yeah.
0: Yes, yes. You got okay. So uh <laughs> you were watching this. I I tuned in at the end. Um you like tuned in, I think you tuned in about the same time I did, but So for those who didn't know, no, it was the regular season finale at HBU. McNeese, the final score, 149 to 144 HBU in quadruple
1: overtime.
0: (laughs) You texted me the screenshot and I was like, no, I texted you. And then you said you were watching or something like that. That's a game of the year. Yes, yes. Game of the year. And was it the first overtime that had the weird...
1: I, I thought it was the second overtime where they come down. I don't know, I don't even know which team it was, but they right. come down, they hit a, they're down two, they hit a it was three. McNeese.
0: McNeese came down and, and hit a three.
1: McNeese comes down, hits a three to win the game. Yes. And then a technical's called. A technical foul is called
0: because McNeese, a player from McNeese from the bench, right, stormed the court, <laughs> ran on and hugged the player. I think when they were still like reviewing and all that stuff. So like, I have to see if there was like, if there was actually time left or what, but he came on the court, hugged the guy who made the shot. They called a technical, which gave HBU a shot. He sinks it, triple overtime, (laughs) game tied, triple overtime. HBU ends up winning. But yes, McNeese had the game won. And that random dude who I feel terrible for him because like he's obviously not thinking, but he runs on. He's not even playing. I'm pretty sure he's like still wearing his like warm up. And so like he just storms the court and costs this team the game.
1: The the amazing thing is I click on highlights of McNeese Houston Baptist wild ending on YouTube and right. it just starts with a minute left in the game. Like nothing else in this She's game like, mattered. We know what you're here for. Yeah, nothing in <laughs> this what game mattered, here. and so they're down three. McNeese is down three with ten yeah. seconds left. Drives to the hole, gets an and one to tie the game. Send it to the send it to overtime, right? Yep. And then in the first overtime, Houston Baptist is down two with six seconds left, I think, on this raggedy clock. Um, and Houston Baptist drives, finishes. So they're going to second overtime. Second overtime, McNeese up one. Houston Baptist drives, gets fouled. No, I'm sorry. McNeese drives, gets fouled, goes up three. And then Houston Baptist gets to the line, cuts to two, fouls. McNeese misses both. Houston Baptist drives, gets fouled. Tie game, four, three overtimes. And that just goes on and on oh and on. Like, yeah, There's so many free throws being shot. Yep, sure enough, he comes up and hu- hugs his the. Dep- that's crazy. It was a manager. Oh, it was a, oh, ma- it's a teammate. Oh no. He's not he's not suited up. He just comes out and hugs him and the coach comes and tackles him.
0: Oh Points. no. Oh, wow. That's awful.
1: Yeah. That's bad. So anyways, so there you go. Quadruple. Anyway, time.
0: shout I do want to give a shout. I'm looking at the box score right now. Darius Lee from HBU, 52 and 18. My dude drops 52 <laughs> points minutes and grabs 18 rebounds in 54 minutes. Like I feel bad for uh Christian Corso because he's dropped 30 and like no one cares because like he because he he didn't drop 52. <laughs> no 52 uh, and no three pointers by by Lee either. Like it it's was man's all, game. all twos and free throws. My dude just got inside. And uh, yeah, shout out to HBU for winning the wildest game with perhaps the wildest ending we're going to see like all year by far, <laughs> like yeah. a technical foul from an opposing manager, giving you uh extra shot to tie the game and send it to triple overtime. So, oh man, we have to talk about that before we even touched on this.
1: I know. Uh, um...
0: Which it wouldn't it wouldn't have mattered by the way because like I think McNeese was locked in like the seven or six anyway so like they it, it
1: always matter. matters ish it always matters a, four, a quadruple overtime game that's something that they, like whenever that a player looks back on the season from Houston yeah. Baptist they're not gonna be talking about you know making the semifinals of the tournament be well like, actually
0: I will say I think it did matter for HBU because I think it would have been probably a rematch with McNeese. Or, mm. but now they get uh, UIW. Mm. So I think it actually did. So never mind. I, okay. I will take that back for you, <laughs> HBU. That is actually a big win.
1: Okay. All right. Well, this tournament's in Katy, Houston Baptist yeah. versus UIW first round. I'll uh, HBU. Then HBU versus Anm Corpus Christi. Um, not for nothing, anm Corpus Christi actually has the second best odds to win the tournament behind Nichols, mm. according to uh, Vegas. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if they can do something there we've talked about in corpus christi before we're hoping they we were hoping they could do a little bit better but you know they'll still have a chance to make a run but if not then a louisiana school will win it so yeah i will say
0: uiw's their only wins this year in conference are against uh mcneese and uh they got one against hbu so
1: i don't know upset alert yeah maybe um, and last, the final tournament we have to talk about is the Southland yes. Women's Tournament, which is actually pretty cool. Again, mm-hmm. stare format, but we might get Houston Baptist versus AM Corpus Christi part three. Yes. The tiebreaker, the rubber match to go to the NCAA tournament.
0: Thrilla in Manila.
1: The Thrilla in Katy, Texas. The,
0: the, I was trying to think of something, but I can't think the, of like a rhyme or anything.
1: The party in Katie, I, I don't know, I have nothing. The the melee in Katie, I I got nothing. Oh, it's um, awful. nope. Some, something in Houston, maybe the f- the, the, the,
0: the no, I got I got I got I really have nothing. The throwdown in H Town, no throwdown,
1: throwdown in H Town, the the, the, H-town? the Southland Soiree. I don't know,
0: we're, we're we're really we're really pushing the uh, Southland Katie. Soiree. Well, we're really pushing Katie South here, trying to draw Houston in there.
1: Right. <laughs> hey, man, Houston, Katie is, yeah, good for Katie. Um, all right, but, yeah, hopefully we at Houston Baptist versus A&M Corpus Christi. Yes. That's all I want in this matchup is 100%. the championship. So, yes, go go those two. Win, yep. win your one semifinal matchup. Don't choke. And, credit, and we'll again,
0: credit to the Southland for also knowing what we want to see.
1: Uh, it, you don't think it's like at all? Let me play Devil's Advocate. You don't think it's at all in, against the spirit of March, Ish? Do you care I about know. the spirit of March at all? I
0: don't care Upsets, about the spirit of March. I want to good teams. All right. Yeah, you. Well, you, we know you, what we know what Ish's
1: you, bracket's Cinderella, gonna look like. All right. All right, this, this
0: like, guy. No, look. Here's my argument, right? You see Cinderellas in the NCAA tournament, and the best way to get Cinderellas in the NCAA tournament is to get the best teams from the mid majors into the tournament. You don't see the last place team in the the Southland or whatever upsetting Duke or whatever. You see the best teams beating them, right? Uh, 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 Georgia State when they beat Baylor, RJ Hunter, right? That was the best team in the Sun Belt, right? The the Chris Beard's Little Rock team, that was the best team in the Sun Belt that beat Purdue. Like uh, UNT that year. And sometimes, sometimes you might get a UNT, right? Where they probably weren't the best team in Conference USA, but it was the team where you would pick them yeah. to be one of the best teams in the conference. Right. And so of course they went on to beat them. I don't imagine if like a Loyola Marymount was upset and then like, we don't get to see anything from that. Right. Oklahoma probably doesn't hire Porter Mosier, all that stuff. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I am completely against it. If ACU didn't win the, 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 the Southland last year. Right. Like we don't, we definitely don't, I don't think we see Texas get upset. Right. Shaka smart probably stays there. And like, you know, I don't know. There's, there's so much to me, when people think about upsets, I think you you want to make the tournament more interesting. The NCAA tournament. Um, I don't think anybody really cares about if the the you know the the ASUN or whatever you know the Ohio Valley tournament is is you know parity yeah. or what. I don't think people care about parity in those tournaments. In my opinion,
1: I agree. I agree. Uh, I had to play devil's advocate.
0: No, no, it's it's a it's a good question, right? You know, you may think, oh, just just rework the seating and everybody has the same shot. No, regular season's your shot. Like
1: <laughs> yes, I, I I agree. I am very interested um to see how it plays out. Um I think we've covered yeah, we've covered all the tournaments, given our predictions, and now we can we're like a, a parent who kind of yeah. got their kid to college and now it's just like all right, you're on your you own. Do what you got to do. You know, whatever happens from this point on, only call me if you're in jail. And I think jail would be like RGV making a run or UTSA making a run in the men's tournaments. If that happens, call me. If not, we'll see y'all next week. Um, most likely after selection, the selection shows on yep. Sunday. We'll probably do it on next Monday. Yep. Woo. And then we'll probably do a Tuesday pod with Justin. We can do a. a oh yeah, two. yeah. Do a men's, yeah, men's on Monday, women's on Tuesday, something like that but we will have y'all covered for sure for the tournament. Um, but yeah, maybe, I mean, if something crazy happens or there's a crazy game or something, maybe we can get on to an emergency pod. Um, who knows? But at this point, I'm just looking forward to the game. So we appreciate all of y'all for joining us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at DCTBasketball. Follow Ishmael on Twitter at Ishmael R. Johnson. Follow me on Twitter at MatthewBruni underscore. Uh, check out the content at textbasketball.com. Uh, leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you are listening to our podcast spotify apple all that good stuff Um, we thank you all for joining us and march is here so let's do it